Welcome to this week's Spin Foil Theory. We're about to take a dive into another mystery from the lore of Destiny the Game. Specifically, we'll be giving high-level scrutiny to popular, emerging, and outlying theories than judging them. If you have any questions or theories of your own, write to us at spinfoiltheory at gmail.com or visit us over at spinfoiltheory.com. And now, let's put on our spin foil hats and get a little crazy. Here comes this week's show. So yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'm, I'm just going to kick us off. Yeah, go for kick it, go off. for it. Uh... Welcome, welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast, everyone. This is your host, Taylor B. With your other host, Lady Lucita. How are you doing, Lucy? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Just vibing. Yeah, how how was your week? Pretty good. Pretty good, I think. I, uh, I guess made waves on the uh, Destiny lore and Destiny uh, Raid Secrets subreddit when I posted my, uh, Extensive is the is understatement for extensive. Oh, fuck, I messed that up. For my extensive <laughs> work on Hive Rooms, which has been a sort of a little passion project of mine. It's not done yet. I just kind of wanted to just get it out there and be like, hey, look. Here, look at this thing I have been working on for the past... Three years since before Shadowkeep came out. Because basically what the spreadsheet <laughs> is, or thing is, is I made a spreadsheet, but basically it's a, I like to call it a database. It sounds fancier than a spreadsheet. Uh, of every single known Hive Rune phrase we have ever seen in the entirety of Destiny, and what runes are in it, and how many times that rune shows up in that phrase, and what it could mean, etc. It's very extensive, but like I said, I'm not done. I've got more high rune stuff to do, which I'm excited for, honestly. And mm -hmm. because of that, I'm now kind of popular, and I'm like, I don't want to be the popular kid, but here I am. Yeah, yeah, no, um... You deserve all of it. Uh, anyone listening, if you haven't checked out uh, fans of the show, I'm sure you have. But anyone, maybe new listeners who maybe haven't, uh, check out. We have it linked on our website, but uh, but check out Lucy's work on on the Hive Runes. Um, it's it's hosted over at Ishtar Collective, and it it it's amazing stuff. It it really is, and she has come so far from when she first appeared on this show. Yes, I think so. Um, yeah, you really have, you really have. Like I've 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 been paying attention. You've been paying attention, but, uh, I but see, yeah, I see. Yeah, if you're interested in all into into what we know about the hive language and what we know about how the runes work, um. Go check out her stuff. It's gonna, it's gonna blow your mind. Explosions. Mhm, mm mhm, mm mhm. But yeah, you guys can't see it right now, but that one gift from Tracer is like head explode. That'll be you. Yes. But in the proverbial way. Explosions, kablam. <laughs> but. <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah. Um. This week has been. Good for me. I'm back from vacation. Vacation. Heck yeah. Yeah, vacation was a little rough. Uh, we had some issues with uh, lost our key to the rental car. Oh no! And, yeah, that that became that became like a whole thing for a large part of the vacation, and kind of uh, 
ruined a lot of plans for relaxation that we had, but yeah, uh, you know we rough. made it through. And at least it, it all yeah, worked out, it, right? Yeah, you know we got to we got to visit the various family members that we hadn't seen in over a year, That's and good. we got That's to get it out of the good. way. Yeah, and we got to we got to get it out of the way like safely, but before sort of things surged, we were in that little like sweet spot where it was like kind of like okay, safe to travel again, and got back sort of right as the like oh you probably shouldn't travel anymore so you know i wanting to do my best to keep everyone safe i was kind of like glad we were able to do it in that like time period of uh yeah of uh i'm glad you were like, sort of light re- light recommendation i'm glad <laughs> you were able to relax because relaxation is great oh yeah i always struggle with that i always struggle with like Relaxing. I don't really know how to. I always am just a ball, a tiny wound up ball of stress. That's me. I don't know how to relax. Like, trust me, I've tried. Nothing works. Only pain. I was going to say, that sounds rough because even relaxation kind of becomes anxiety at that point. Yeah, because I'm like, oh man, I need to it relax. Like- I need to relax. Yeah. Why am I not relaxing? I should be relaxing. How is that? I'm str- I'm 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 failing at relaxing. How does Yeah, that's basically me. Oh man, that's a that sounds rough. I will I will try my best if and when as things wind down and uh us and our partners are like hanging out at like Destiny Cons and stuff. I will I will try my best to make sure that doesn't feel like work. It's all you, good. It's but... all good. No, it's fine, yeah. it's fine. But yeah. All right. Well, that's that's what's up, man. Um. So yeah, I guess I guess moving into this week's topic. Heck yeah, this one's an interesting get, one. The, yeah this this one has been one I've had for. Well, like I, it's hard to say I've had it. It's something I I identified uh, a long time ago and uh, talked about a lot back in the old uh, Focus Fire Chat Discord. And uh, back when they used to post in Destiny lore. Mm, I see. I uh, see. With their new episodes. Yeah. And so, like, not not 100% like, you know, strictly Taylor B's ideas, but definitely something that's been building it's been over time. It's been percolating in yeah. your head. And so this, the title of this theory is, uh, are the blue light vex a submind of allies? Or... Maybe I'll phrase it a little differently as as we put the title out. Maybe like, uh, what if what if the blue light vex are uh, are trying to be our friends? Something like that. If if it's not exactly those two in the title, you hear me calling myself out now because it's kind of a weird thing. But the idea here is the theory actually goes back to in D one when we did some of the missions and collected Praedeath's ghosts. Right. And this theory is really based on that since the Vex couldn't simulate a guardian, but they had a trapped guardian, that what they did was basically send this guardian through various, like, you know, Vex timelines until they died and then started over and sent them down a different one. So that's how we ended up with multiple ghosts for Praedeath, like multiple death sites uh, for Praedeath. See when 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 we went back and in one of them 
Exos, I believe humans, and the Vex are seen as going off to like fight something together. Like they're loading into drop ships together, like as as a single unit, and they're going off to fight something. So like, it's not sure where this takes place. To say, it's not where, but like, yeah, or like what eventual future this takes place in. Yeah. But but there is this idea all the way back there that Vex and human factions could be working together. Yeah, no, definitely. I that's really interesting. And now we've seen like the blue light harpies in Destiny Two, right? Mm-hmm. The first time we ever saw one was work, working with Failsafe, finding uh, Captain Jameson of the Exodus Black, and he turned out to be a harpy, or he was talking to us through a harpy. And they were giving us all these tests to do, which I thought that was and, really interesting. And, and I want to say, like, there's the, there's also this space in my mind to where, because the original Ish, the 127, I believe it was, or 277, like, uh, the, the original Ishtar copies were all pulled from a singular Vex, self-contained. Yes. Self-contained network of simulation from a singular Vex. And so I always I always wonder if, uh, as you go forward and you see, uh, as to your point, if, if this isn't a submine simulating or using Jameson as a visage? Yeah. Or like... Sort of like a virtual proxy, as opposed to uh, sort of, um, you know, because I think it's really easy to think like, oh, like they absorb Jameson. That's why it's like that, right? Or like his simulation affected the Vex network or sub network that yeah. he's in, and him affecting it, I think, is totally plausible. But I, I just want to put that out there that like it, it, it could be one of those things where. Because we went there with failsafe. Yeah. And this is for the listener. Because we went there with failsafe, this could be like, oh, well, we kind of chose this message to show you, you know, like we're, we're, we're talking through Jameson right now. Yeah. No, no, to, no, no, I get to, that. To, to help you know, like, we're not assholes. Or, or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, I know they, you do, but like for the listener. Jacobson yeah. because of... Jacobson, sorry. Um, Captain Jacobson, because of his connection with Failsafe, and that, and that's who we're looking for. So I think I think that makes sense. And then we saw the blue light harpy, friendly harpy, as I like to call it, the friendly harpy. We saw them again mm-hmm. on Europa, mm-hmm. and they were doing the same thing. They kept giving us tests to do, and I wonder if these blue light vex or friendly Vex, as I'm going to call them from now on, if the friendly Vex are almost, like, testing us to see if we're good. I wouldn't say good enough, but maybe? Can I, can I, can I do a total dad joke right now? Oh, no. Not a dad joke. Can we call these guys Casper the friendly Vex? Casper the friendly Vex. They're oh they're the Casper submind. The they're Casper, the Casper Casper collective funny. corrective. Hello. Oh my god, the Casper However, collective. Ha- 
The Casper Collective. There we go. I'm gonna the call them the friendly Asher Collective. The friendliest well. Bugs. well, that's that's where I want to go with this. Actually, I think eventually. Can we put a pin in that? All right, for, pin in that for just later. a little yes. later. Sorry, to, just a little that. later. No, no, no. Oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You, you, you accurately teased of things to come. Yes. Now, so, so going, going off of that, there's now active vex, and then when we went to Europa, uh, before, before the events of um the uh darkness encroaching. Yes. Uh, the arrival, the season of the arrival, um, there was. A similar friendly Vex, and I know you and I joked with Edson, uh, the Vanguard BR, back when he was on the show about like if that was Jacobson, if he just like took the long route, or like yes, the Vex yes. network, if that was the same Vex. If it's the same guy, or if it wasn't. But no, I think yeah. it might be. I don't think it's necessarily Jacobson, but I think it's just like it's the Casper Collective. Yes. Also, something to... Maybe that'll be the name of the show. Maybe. The, Cas- the Casper Collective? Maybe. But something something to I remembered that I brought up when we were talking about this with, uh, with Lettuce last episode. Um, <laughs> that... Or one of the other... One of the adventures on... Ven- not Venus, sorry. One of the adventures on Io with Asher... You help Asher inject a virus into the Vex network. And he said, oh, it'll probably take a while for this to do anything. Curious. Well, see, here's the the thing, right? I want to put this out there. How do you feel about me positing that there's the potentiality that actually all of this stemmed, stemmed from that moment? Because what happens in the Vex network happens outside of time. You know, that makes sense. I could see that happening. Because Vex are... They kind of go through time differently than we do. Because Well, they they do it in this, like, uh... Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I... As you know, but but for for listeners' sake who haven't heard me ramble on it before, like, they, they do this, like, uh, cyclical type of thing. Uh, they, they, they break limits of processing power because they recycle the processing through time. Uh, they, they, they get around it. Uh, it's, it's, it's like quantum computing, but it's like a really like HG Wells way of doing it. Oh yeah. Like I can only go so fast. I'm going to need however many millions of years to do it, but I can keep looping back X amount of years. So I'm just going to do it then so that I have it at this point where I need to go forward. Uh, if that makes sense. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that kind of makes sense. But no, I get that. Yeah, like, like they're 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 doing it the hard way, but they're doing it. Yeah, they're still doing it differently than how we do it. So like, it makes sense to me. But I just wonder if, because we never were told during the adventure what this virus would do to the Vex. We don't know. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a virus that. Or maybe it's like, I wouldn't say like a logic plague sort of virus, but um, something else to rem- note is we have the Soul Collective of the Vex, it's a, and their whole schmuck, their whole thing, is they worship the darkness. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm theorizing, with all of this information we have, we have, you know, Captain Jake, 
uh, Jacobson, who helped us. We have the friendly harpy on Europa who tested us again. And then now, and also we have this virus that Asher put in the Vex network that may or may not have done something. We don't know. And on top of this, we also have a soul collective group, which is kind of the outcasts of the Vex. Like, the other Vex don't like them. Like, the soul col- the Soul Collective will just start shooting at them. Be like, go away, go away. This is our, this is our house. And the other Vex like, alright, bro. Alright, we're, we're, we're walking away. We're, we're, we're walking away. We're out of here. But wasn't it, wasn't it because they were like, they like, sh- I, I don't remember where, but I want to say someone commented that the other Vex like, shuddered. Yeah. It's in the, it's in the aspects. It's in the aspect lore book with Praetith. Yeah, like these these guys shuddered at the at the Hezen presence. Yeah, so they're these guys are kind of like it's really interesting. So my theory, or I guess the main overall spin foil theory for this week's episode, is that all of this is going to result in a collective group of Vex that are gonna have little blue lights so that they're our friend. And they're going to help us. They're going to, I wouldn't say necessarily worship the light per se, but kind of worship the light in a similar, and I guess is the opposite of the Soul Collective. I would, I would say, I guess maybe, maybe a little differently. Like, I kind of feel like what these guys have what what this submine what this collective have have figured out is that siding with humanity and or the traveler is what gets them to their end goal like i i i've thought for a long time that 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 i i i feel like what what these guys have figured out cuz i've i've felt what you know the the commentary on them trying to be like one with time I, I don't think they need to be the sole thing that exists. Yeah. I I think actually the, the Hezen collective and corrective kind of demonstrate this because they would have coexisted with the darkness. Yeah. Had that worked out. And so I, I, I think their goal isn't uh, a dominating one like the Hive. They're much more... Hmm. They're much more singular in their goal. Like, they don't really care how they survive, but they want to survive until the end of time. I still think that's their ultimate goal. Yeah. No, I get that. I totally get that. I just kind of, I guess, worry, I guess. Because another another possibility is, well, at the end of Season of Arrivals, we know that Asher went into the Pyramidian to stop the darkness from getting in there. And he basically took the Radiolarian Lakes and was like, I'm going to take a bath. And he went in, well, went in the Radiolarian Lake is what happened. To put it, to put it, I mean, he went I swimming. feel like, Lu- Lucy, I love you. I love you. I feel like you completely skipped over that part where he went badass like. Oh yeah, I did. I did arc forget. Fiend yeah, he through... was like marching his way through, like killing the Vex to the point where they were like, "All right, we give up. 
Dude, yeah. We, you, like, he, yeah, he stopped when 14. he wanted he to. He pulled a 14, where, like, Saint in the Infinite Forest got to the mm-hmm. point where the Vex literally made this, like, monument for him, for his grave. Very similar. I totally... Ooh, Blue Light Vex built that. Put that out there right now. That oh. wasn't the main collective. <laughs> Interesting. Blue Light Vex played a role in him being able to be resurrected because all of his deaths took place within the Vex network. Hmm. Interesting. I like that. I like yeah, it. Yeah, those were... Yeah. Because if you remember, there was a blue hue to his grave. There was. You're right. You're absolutely right. Oh my god, that's crazy. But yeah. So, like, Asher is, I guess, in the Vex network now. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Or they're simulating who Asher was. Either, I I feel like this is actually a very interesting take, so, so hear me out here, Lucy. It's one of two things. I feel like there is room for possibility that who they're imitating for the purposes of us is who Asher was before he gained the light. Because they are capable of doing that. They, Put a pin they in that. They are, yes, you're right. Put a pin in that. Or they're simulating Asher after he had started being absorbed by the Vex. Ooh, and had really essentially lost his light functions. Yeah. That's really, really interesting. Um, what if, hear me out, what if the, um, this is like really crazy out there, since we don't really know what the virus did. Oh, I, we also forgot to mention about the friendly harpy in this week's, ep, this week's over, the override. We forgot to mention that. Well, we're getting to it. I feel like we're building we're up building to that up. with this okay. Asher talk. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, what my thought process is, what if this virus that Asher put in the Vex network what if it allowed him to almost take the role of like a like a hydra like a mind that's in charge of vex and that's why we have the blue light vex can i ride on your theory right now hell yeah all right so if the virus that he implanted in there allowed for the ability of a blue light vex to call out assistant assistant to us the guardian very specifically what if that's like the vex version of what um what's his face uh 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 uh, uh the hive guy toland what toland did with the death song so he implanted this virus so that when he's dead, he can basically come back to life in that enemy's universe. So then he's kind of, so then he's, so you're saying is that Asher is now, you think he implanted this virus, so then, similar to how Tolan sang the death song with Iriute to go into the Ascendant plane, Asher did the same thing so he could live in the Vex network. Exactly. Do you like, think? Like, what if, what if he, what if he, what if he input the data, maybe, maybe like an AI core, a la Clovis Bray, but they just allowed his mind to be able to survive, even though they can't simulate him. So kind of like what happened to Praetith, and 
Well, Praetith is different because Praetith is still alive. He's just being recycled through the network. Oh. Asher is dead in this in this idea that I have. I do not think Asher is still alive in the way that we knew him. Okay. No, I get that. I kind of kind of agree because uh, well, Aya was gone, but the Pyramidian is a shared space between other planets. And ironically, all of the other planets that also have Pyramidians are also gone. But at least in this solar, at least in this solar system, we don't know. There might be more planets elsewhere. But if Asher could somehow find his way, think of it. If you guys have played Minecraft, for example, it's like an Ender chest. No matter where you open the ender chest, the inside contents are going to be the same. You could be on a different plane of existence and the contents are still the same. So. Hmm. At least that's how I understand the pyramid. But. I'm just curious to see if Asher is in the Vex network, which it also makes sense because that's been a big theme this whole past season with the Vex network, with us going into the Vex network for splicing and that sort of thing. It fits like thematically that he's either a a part of the Vex now, like Kabir, or if he's just like trapped in the Vex network, like uh, Praetith. Well, so, well, so I think it's a little, a little maybe similar but different than Kabir because Kabir was consumed by the Hezm because it was done in the Vault of Glass. You're right. And he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't exiled to the corridors of time like Praedeth was, i.e. sent into the depths of yeah, the network. That's true, that's true. So he drank he drank their milk and that's how he started to become susceptible to it. And and it actually really makes me wonder I I think I've gone over this with you before, but have Lucy, have I ever told you about how I believe the Vex are reverse cyborgs? Reverse cyborgs? I don't think so. They're machines who seek out organic parts as opposed to organics that seek out machine parts. Huh. I wrote this whole thing back in the day. I think I maybe even talked about it on Focus Fire Chat once, maybe, but I wrote it. I wrote it for their uh, OG site. It may still be up there, but um, it's basically considering that because radiolaria are mostly silica, and they're like space radiolaria at that, that perhaps they have a higher conductivity rate in greater quantities than say what we use um, again, copper. And what color are the Vex mostly, anyways? Well, well, at, on the oh. outside, but I'm talking about they're using the radiolaria as processors. Oh. Because they're conductive as fuck. And so they're using that to shoot off what end up becoming an infinite... And what if they're paracausal, too, on top of it? And then they're using that to shoot off what become an infinite amount of uh, theories and simulations as opposed to being confined to conventional processing. Interesting. Yeah. Right? 
I'm going to edit out that part where I brain farted on copper. But it, or maybe I won't cuz it's funny now. But um but the Vex yeah. aren't paratrooper. So 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 that's I disagree. There are different types. Being able of... to travel through yeah, time. It's a different type of paracausality then. Fully agree with you there. Because just being able to uh, skip time and change where they were standing, that little time jump they do when you engage them, even out in random yeah. planets, that's not a causal thing, you know? Like, it's different. It's different than how the light and darkness have demonstrated their powers because the Vex have demonstrated to be like a third party, mm -hmm. right? So, I, I, I want to put this out there that I think, because Ikora has commented, I believe it's it's one of the change dialogues, like the alternate dialogues, when you're zipping across that, that one strike on Nessus by the Vex waterfall. Instead of your ghost like saying he wants to look at the milk, I'm, I think she says something like the Vex are not the are not the Radiolari or the Vex mm. are not the milk. Yeah. That was during um I remember that. It was during the Red War when you're gone. When you're on Nessus and you're going to find Cade, Ghost says, Oh, hey, Ikorus says about this. About the when you're running over the Radiolaria stuff. I just think... Oh, maybe that's, even a, maybe that's even a third one. I, I'm remembering oh. her saying it. But yeah. But either way, if it's reinforced in more than one way, that's amazing. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to... No, no, no. I think that's interesting. S so yeah, for me, I really think that the Vex are this, they're this machinery that either by design or by happenstance discovered that, that using an organic component, because like when you shoot him in the head, the fact that they guard the radiolaria, like, it's kind of dumb that it's exposed unless, like, the radiolaria needs sunlight mm -hmm. to uh, propagate, even within the Vex bodies. Uh, yeah. And, and, why, and why higher minds don't have it. Also true. Because they're just a terminal. They're just a terminal. Mm. They're where the commands lie. They're not where the processing power is. That makes a lot of sense, actually. I dig it. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like a side a side theory I thought like really fit in here because if there can be so many submines that go against the greater directive of what the Vex seem to be doing, uh demonstrably with the Hezen, why not like a house light? Like I, I don't know if they're gonna worship the light. Yeah, that's where it gets kinda weird. I I'll say that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they're gonna go that far, but I definitely think these guys are willing to work with the last city. They're willing to work with humanity. Yeah. I'll add to this. There's, there's this other, there's this other caveat to that we kind of have to yes. recognize. That could have been a review of the timeline they came from originally. They could be a product of mankind. Oh. From a tangent timeline oh, no. that Crota brought into oh, this no. one. That's really, really interesting. Just putting that out there. 
<laughs> because they like they have no origin in this timeline outside of Crota bringing them in. Yeah. Through his tear. Hmm. That's really interesting. And so that's that's another thing. Like everyone everyone likes to link them to the uh the the Gardener and the Winterer game. But the Gardener and the Winter are an allegory to this timeline and the Vex are demonstrably not from it. No, the Gardener and the Winterer, they were outside of time. The, their game is paracausal and extra dimensional. Yes. But if their game was ongoing in this timeline before the Vex were brought into it, so how can they be a product of that game? Well, no, every time they played the game, the Vex would win. Every single time. No matter what. Right, but this this was a game that didn't have the Vex. Until until Crota brought them in and was tricked to bringing them into this timeline. Hmm. Maybe. They didn't exist in this timeline until that point. So that, that means you had the darkness and you had the Traveler playing against each other. Before the Vex ever entered into the game. Hmm. It's an entry. It's, it's called Patter, Pattern Fall in uh, the Unveiling lore book. And um, it starts by saying the patterns that had escaped the garden landed in the water. And then it keeps going on and talking about um, they propagated in saline met, um, meltwater of comets orbiting the first stars. Blah, 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 blah. Um, mm -hmm. In all of their transformations, they retained that kernel of ultimate self-sufficiency that had made them the victors in the flower game. But they are not in, in, inconversibly destined to rule this cosmos. They were made before light and darkness, but the rules are different now, and even this pattern must adapt. Um, they are not all mine, not all in the way that admirers such as my man Oryx are mine, utterly devoted to the practice of my principle. But some of them have nonetheless found their way home. Hmm. The Vex were then, potentially, pulled from the original universe that the Traveler and the Darkness come from. Oh, interesting. Maybe. Well, because think about, think about the demonstrable powers of the Traveler. Like, we talked about this with Lettuce um, last, last recording, uh, last two episodes for listeners. Uh, the Traveler is theorized heavily as pulling things from different timelines. That's how you get like a fully fleshed out Nessus. Uh, a fully evolved, uh, didn't seem forced. It seemed like it had already happened and could potentially explain the ability of the Vex to have seemingly already been places for millennia. Hmm. Yeah. I could see that definitely. Uh, just, just as a thought there, because, I mean, if, I feel like we can't have it both ways. It's gotta be if one, then the other. Yeah. Not to, not to, not to quote some, uh, some technology we were talking about free show. <laughs> Too hard. But I, I, I feel like, I feel like there's, 
because it's a narrative, there's got to be rules to it. So if the Vex are connected to the Gardener in the Winter, i.e. the Traveler in the Darkness, which which seems silly because the Traveler is just one piece if that, if, if, if that allegory is true. There's got to be other pieces or there has to be more story. Like, there ha- like the- there's no way that the game has been, like, uh, a-, a game of Othello with one white, with, with one light piece and-, and all dark pieces only. Uh, there- there- there's got to be more to that story. Yes. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I want to put are... that out there, like, right now. You're right about the Vex not originating from this universe. There's another lore entry that kind of talks about it. It's the T equals zero. At the very end, it basically throughout this whole entry, it's in the unveiling lore book. Throughout the whole entry, the gardener and the winner are fighting. And, um, and the, it ends with the winner saying, I won. I won because the gardener always stops to offer peace. And when they do, I always strike. Um, but by then it didn't matter. The game was over. The gardener had given birth to creation. The rules were in place, and there would be never, there would never be a second chance. We played in the cosmos. Now we played for everything, and the patterns in the flowers, terrified of our, by our contention, were no longer the inevitable victors of the game, whose rule had suddenly changed, and they passed into the newborn cosmos to escape us. Hmm. I think that's really interesting. I dig that. I dig that. Um, so pull, pulling it back, the idea that the Vex or a Vex submind or subcollective, collective or corrective, maybe. A Vex group, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would identify us as the people it needs to survive. Yeah. I think that makes perfect sense, and I think that fits within the the Vex's own values. Because, like Lucy, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't the Hezen used to like hurt other Vex? That was part of why they were scared. It wasn't just like a vibe feeling. It was like, oh no, they destroyed us before. Let's um, get the fuck out of here. The ones that worship the darkness hurt yeah. the ones that didn't. Well, that was in the lore. They're were they're, aggressive they're really at mean. them. They're mean. Yeah, they're that's mean boys. Mean Vexy boys. Yeah. So the the idea that could there could be other Vex groups that are friendly to people, friendly to humanity, or the factions of humanity, or maybe just like the Guardian faction of humanity. I I think that totally fits. Like if if anything's possible, yeah. so is I mean, that. It also makes sense because like. They've tried and tried and tried to beat us, and they just haven't. They've because they they can't simulate us. They can't. They haven't been able to really like. Because that's their whole their whole gimmick is that they simulate things, base, but to then figure out how to beat them. They can't simulate us because we're a type of paracausality they don't understand. So I. It makes perfect sense to me that if they're just like, well, if we keep getting beat up by these guys, why don't we try, and instead trying to beat them, why don't we try being friends with them? That's a new thing. 
That's how I look at it, at least. We could do that. I agree with that. One thing that, kind of stemming from that thought, Lucy, if I can, if I can build on your ideas there. One thing that kind of sticks out to me is, you know, like, if you can't beat them, join them. If we go back, well, yeah, but if we go back to that original, that original basis that I had when, when I came up with this theory, although that Prey Death's Ghost in D1, there are no guardians in that future. It's humans, I believe, Exos, and Vex. Loading into jump ships. No guardians. I didn't notice that part. Well, it makes. It... Well, because they can't simulate them. There's never guardians in those visions. Uh, I guess like fun reveal, but uh, at least as I interpreted it, if people are like, "No, Taylor, you're full of shit," like <laughs> at me. I will accept your criticisms. <laughs> no, like I, I, I have no, I have no problems being wrong. So uh, when I am, please let me know. I like to learn. Um, so for me, it makes me wonder because they can time travel. If we could put chronologically, not for the Vex, but for people, when they started considering the possibility of humans as allies, I wonder if we could track it to before the collapse. Because oh. I wonder if that timeline where Predath's ghost recorded them seeing those groups flying off together noticed there were no Awoken there. Yeah. I... I just wonder if that was something they were considering even when they first encountered the Ishtar Collective. Like, what if these guys, if allying with these guys, because I just wanting to exist, it doesn't make sense that they would be yeah. so aggressive. Well, they want to turn everything into Vex. Well, they just want to survive. They're willing to coexist with other stuff. I believe. They're willing to coexist with the darkness. Or at least some subminds are. Some subminds seem to be, based on this theory, willing to coexist with humans and other things. And even then, even on the planets that we've seen them consume, there's still that other wildlife. True. Even when they that mostly consume true. it. Yeah. There's still other, like, uh, you know, um, foliage and... I think even fauna was There's there like fauna. Little, were there animals on not Mercury? Mercury? Maybe but not. Nessus. Oh, there were the birds. There were those birdie guys. On Nessus, there's the frogs and there's these little like bird lizard thingies. Yeah, Nessus has a much a much more robust like ecosystem that we were able to see mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, but yeah, like even on the places where the radial area is flowing. They don't dominate all other forms of life. So to me, like, I get they have this, like, very binary response to things based on how we've interacted with them, especially in game. I just want to add that, like... if that binary response toward people is like green light, good, 
I feel like they would probably actively try Maybe. to help us. They seem like I I feel like that's their relationship with the Radiolaria. They help it propagate on places that they take over because having it exist helps them. It helps them make more more vex. Uh, they they fill up the uh, the capsules and then they activate them to the network. They uh, what's the word? They image them. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. Well, I mean, I mean that—that's me coming from coming from my end of the IT world. Like, what what do you think in that regard? Like, do you think do you think that makes sense? From because because like at, at the end of the day, I feel like we can both really tackle the Vex really really well because that's what they are is like They're a commands. command, right? They're robots. Beep boop beep boop. Yeah. Beep boop beep boop. Well, they're sort of robots. They remind me of Skynet from say, Terminator. Time traveling Terminators. So, do you think Sunderesh is is an agent of the Vex and not Savathun, not Coria? Hmm. Possibly. Do you think that was that was a that was a mutual intervention infestation? Maybe. I gotta lean. She's gotta be. Oh, I, I think she's gotta be an agent of of Sabathun. I think ultimately through Coria, if we yeah. did destroy Coria. Okay. No, I get that. All right. You ready to uh, rate the theory, or you want to score her out? All right, I'm gonna let you lead. Okay. What do you got for us, Lucy? How do you how do you think the idea? of tonight's theory that there is a submind or subfaction or collective of the Vex. That is that have decided to try to ally with humanity and or the traveler. I'm gonna give it seventy three uh blue eyed harpies. Okay. I think the stair is pretty okay. solid. It's definitely has a lot, I guess, like foundation wise. But I'm just a little worried about like how this is gonna play out. I guess. In saying that, do you think like the bones of it might be in play, but the fleshing out might not be exactly right? Or how do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, you'd agree with that. Okay. Yeah. I think that I think that's a fair review of it because it it is kind of out there. It's it's coming from a standpoint that like you just don't read about. Like so, it's a surprise, right? You really have to do your own sleuthing through the lore, which I think can be its own. It's own thing for sure. I'm gonna give this I'm gonna give this nineteen ninety seven blue light specials hopefully no copyright infringement on Kmart there. But yeah, I, I think this is really strong. 
for. Uh, I I think the idea that a submine has chosen to work with us as opposed to against us, and maybe in the case of Asher even was able to save something or integrate something, even if the Vex can't simulate Asher. Uh, perhaps in a similar way that, that Kabir was integrated into what seemingly was the Hezen collective or corrective. I think it's collective at that stage in the raid, but yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 you know, not, not to not admit I, <laughs> I might be a little biased at, at my own ideas, but, uh, I think this one's really strong. I think there's more there's more for than against. There's just not a lot to solidify things, which is kind of the nature of the Vex and time travel to begin with. Because it could appear one way and then be yeah. completely different down the line because they went back in time and changed what they did. Which is their own silliness. Yeah. Oh. Arm travel's tricky. The Vex are tricky. We'll just have to, I guess, play the waiting <laughs> game and see what happens. I think we got this, though. I think this is a fun one. I think this is definitely fun to watch it. One to watch out for, guys, uh, listeners. Um, it might not be 100% how we put down here, but I think what we're calling out now is definitely going to be a thing. The way things seem to be going with the little hints. And you heard it here first. I haven't I haven't seen this anywhere else yet. And so yeah. Yeah, what was once what was once my inkling is now our idea we push out to you guys. Yes. So if if you guys have any thoughts, please please add us right in spinfoiltheory at gmail.com. You can add us on Twitter uh, at spinfoiltheory. And you can you can get us. I mean, we don't we haven't posted there yet, but we're on Instagram. We're on everything we post it goes on YouTube, and you can comment on our shows on Podbean. And we uh, we will definitely engage with you. So let us know your thoughts. Heck yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh man, let's see. Alrighty, I'm moving into shoutouts. I I got some shoutouts this week. I got some things on my chest. You got some shout-outs? Yeah. Alright, you go for it, my dude. You go first. I'm going to give my shout-outs to the people of uh, Afghanistan. I uh, All the images and things coming out of there that I know as recently as 20 years ago, as recently as 30 years ago, they would have been swept under the carpet by a large part of the uh, Western media. It's truly heartbreaking. My heart goes out to anyone in danger. And that's that's apolitical, everyone. My my heart goes out to anyone in danger right now. Uh out there. Like that uh that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy, did you have a shot? <laughs> Sorry. Did I have a shout out? Um yeah, I guess. Uh shout out to the like Destiny Lore subreddit and like the Destiny Lore community 
for being super nice as I like word vomit all my uh Hyverun stuff. So uh yeah. Dude, your stuff's so cool. I Thank you. I might be one of your shadow followers on Reddit. I don't wanna say. <sighs> you follow me on Reddit now? I, what? once you once you told I mean, me that post was by that. you, I was just kinda like <laughs> Oh my god. You probably got the alert and didn't even know. Okay. No, I'm I'm really bad with Reddit. I don't even I have seven followers. Mm. Can I see who my no, followers you can't. are. Cringe! Well, it'll well, alert you that you have them though. Every time you gain one. Yes, I have Oh. I must have not seen the notification. Oh well. Well now I know who one of them is. It's you. Here you Maybe. <laughs> but, but yeah, maybe, maybe no, it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's, that's that's yeah. As soon as you shout out on there, and and I'm so I'm so glad. Uh, Des Destiny Lore uh, to me in the past has been a very great community, and I'm so glad to hear that that tradition is uh, continuing. Yes, that's uh, that's super cool. Oh man, well heck, guys. This has been a long one, but and I know I know we mm -hmm. we went some twist turns down down the road there, but th this this was a fun one, and I think I think very topical, very like near and dear to uh, both Lucy and my 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 heart. Uh, if if I'm correct, Lucy, am I? Eh, I mean the Vex I think are really interesting. I think they're cool, and yeah. I prefer the hive, though, so... It's not a contest. You can like both. I know, but I just think the hive are the best. I'm sorry. They're, it's it's not a contest. The hive are I mean, the that's, that's very sword logic-y of you, so as a hive, a yes. hive stan, I kind of, I kind of should have hive expected stan. this. <laughs> You're a hive stan. You're a total hive stan. <laughs> uh, I'm like Toland, but worse. Yeah, no, Toland's got nothing on you. I'm like too. I'm like Toland, but actually alive. Yeah, no, you actually carved out your realm. I carved out my realm with blood, sweat, and tears. Descendant realm. Well, Toland had to sing a death song to do it. Huh? Nerd. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Toland's great. He's cool. But yeah. But it's so funny. Uh, it's yeah. so funny because I think in I think in I think in real life, especially especially given our jobs, you're so much more of you're so much more of X up mind. Um, I know that's what's so funny. <laughs> I, I I dig it. Um, even if you're not on the hundred percent same pitch as me, I th I think uh, I think this we is had a good great discussion, yeah. But this is this is a great like thinking exercise because when you really consider that the Vex don't originate from this timeline or universe, maybe both. What they're doing here almost seems frantic. Yes. Almost seems panicky. And because they can operate across what we perceive as time, it, it, it probably maybe comes off more, or there's a, a strong chance, not probably, there's a strong chance it maybe comes off more aggressive than it was meant to be. And that's how you have subminds that maybe side with you. Because you're not actually Maybe. trying to extinguish them like the hive were whom they first met. Like that was their introduction to to this universe, and I always I always wonder if like maybe that's why they've just been wary of everyone and attack on sight. 
Yeah. Uh, but just just food for thought. But the yeah, guys, thank you for joining us on on these many dives as we approach way over time here. Um, but uh, if you're out there in the world, if you're listening to this, stay safe. Drink water. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Toodles. That's off, Guardians. That's it for this week's discussion. Have any questions or comments about this episode? You can reach out to us on Twitter, at SpinFoilTheory, or write us an email at SpinFoilTheory at gmail.com. If you'd like to read our show notes, check out articles, listen to past episodes, and more, be sure to pay us a visit over at our website, SpinFoilTheory.com. The Lord Network. <laughs>